Day 128 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 19 to 28. Godly people find life, evil people find death. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights in those with integrity. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of, God, children of the godly will go free. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The godly can look forward to reward, while the wicked can expect only judgment. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells in time of need. If you search for good, you will find favour, but if you search for evil, it will find you. Trust in your money and go, and down you go, but the godly flourish like leaves in spring. John chapter 5, verse 31 to 47. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. But someone else is, all, but someone else is also testifying about me, and I assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist and his testimony about me was true. Of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp, and you were excited for a while about his message. But I have a greater witness than John, my teachings and my miracles. The Father gave me these works to accomplish, and they prove that he sent me. And the Father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face and you do not have his message in your hearts because you do not believe me, the one he sent to you. You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. Yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. Your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet, if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe. For you gladly honour each other, but you don't care about the honour that comes from the one who alone is God. Yet, it isn't I who will accuse you before the Father. Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you put your hopes. If you really believed Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me but since you don't believe what he wrote how will you believe what I say Judges chapter 7 verse 8 to chapter 8 verse 35 the Midianite camp was in the valley just below Gideon That night the Lord said, Get up, go down into the Midianite camp, for I have given you victory over them 
But if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant, Pura. Listen to what the Midianites are saying, and you will be greatly encouraged. Then you will be eager to attack. So Gideon took Pura and went down to the edge of the enemy camp. The armies of the Midian, the armies of Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east had settled in the valley like a swarm of locusts. Their camels were like grains of sand on the seashore, too many to count. Gideon crept up just as a man was telling his companion about a dream. The man said, I had this dream, and in my dream, a loaf of barley bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp. It hit a tent, turned it over, and knocked it flat. His companion answered, Your dream can only mean one thing. God has given Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite, victory over Midian and all its allies. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship before the Lord. Then he returned to the Israelite camp and shouted, Get up, for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianite hordes. He divided the 300 men into three groups and gave each man a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it. Then he said to them, Keep your eyes on me. When I come to the edge of the camp, do just as I do. As soon as I and those with me blow the ram's horns, blow your horns too, all around the entire camp and shout, For the Lord and for Gideon. It was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the hundred men with him reached the edge of the Midianite camp. Suddenly they blew the ram's horns and broke their clay jars. Then all three groups blew their horns and broke their jars. They held the blazing torches in their left hands and the horns in their right hands, and they all shouted, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each man stood at his position around the camp and watched as all the Midianites rushed around in panic, shouting as they ran to escape. When the Israelites blew the ram's horns, the Lord caused the warriors in the camp to fight against each other with their swords. Those who were not killed fled to places as far away as Beth Shitta, near Seraha, and to the border of Abel Meholah, near Tabatha. Tabatha, Tabath. Then Gideon sent for the warriors of Naphtali, Asher and Manasseh, who joined in chasing the army of Midian. Gideon also sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down to attack the Midianites. Cut them off at the shallow crossings of the Jordan River at Beth Barah. So all the men of Ephraim did as they were told. They captured Oreb and Zeb, the two Midianite commanders, killing Oreb at the Rock of Oreb and Zeb at the winepress of Zeb and they continued to chase the Midianites. Afterward, the Israelites brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon, who was by the Jordan River. Then the people of Ephraim asked Gideon, Why have you treated us this way? Why didn't you send for us when you first went out to fight the Midianites? They argued heatedly with Gideon. But Gideon replied, What have I accomplished compared to you? Aren't even the leftover grapes of Ephraim's harvest better than the entire crop of my little clan of Abiezer? God gave you victory over Oreb and Zeb, the commanders of the Midianite army. What have I accomplished compared to that? When the men of Ephraim heard Gideon's answer, their anger subsided. Gideon then crossed the Jordan River with his 300 men, and though exhausted, they continued to chase the enemy. When they reached Succoth, 
Gideon asked the leaders of the town. Please give my warriors some food. They are very tired. I am chasing Zeba and Zalmunna, the kings of Midian. But the officials of Succoth replied, Catch Zeba and Zalmunna first, and then we will feed your army. So Gideon said, After the Lord gives me victory over Zeba and Zalmunna, I will return and tear your flesh with the thorns and briars from the wilderness. From there, Gideon went up, went up to Peniel and again asked for food, but he got the same answer. So he said to the people of Peniel, After I return in victory, I will tear down this tower. By this time, Zeba and Zalmunna were in Karkor with about 15,000 warriors, all that remained of the allied armies of the east, for 120,000 had already been killed. Gideon circled around by the caravan route east of Noba and Jog Beha, taking the Midianite army by surprise. Zeba and Zalmunna, the two Midianite kings, fled, but Gideon chased them down and captured all their warriors. After this, Gideon returned from the camp by the way of Heres Pass. There, he captured a young man from Succoth and demanded that he write down the names of all the 77 officials and elders in the town. Gideon then returned to Succoth and said to the leaders, Here are Zeba and Zalmunna. When we were here before, you taunted me, saying, Catch Zeba and Zalmunna first, and then we will feed your exhausted army. Then Gideon took the elders of the town and taught them a lesson, punishing them with thorns and briars from the wilderness. He also tore down the tower of Peniel and killed all the men in the town. Then Gideon asked Zeba and Zalmunna, the men you killed at Tabor, what were they like? Like you, they replied. They all had the look of a king's son. They were my brothers, the sons of my own mother, Gideon explained. I am as surely as the Lord lives, I wouldn't kill you if you hadn't killed them. Turning to Jether, the oldest son, he said, kill them. But Jether did not draw his sword, for he was only a boy and was afraid. Then Zeba and Zalmunna said to Gideon, be a man, kill us yourself. So Gideon killed them both and took the royal ornaments from their necks and from their camels. Then the Israelites said to Gideon, be our ruler, you and your son and your grandson will be our rulers for you have rescued us from from Midian. But Gideon replied, I will not rule over you, nor will my son. The Lord will rule over you. However, I do have one request, that each of you give me an earring from the plunder you collected from your fallen enemies, the enemies being Ishmaelites or wore gold earrings. Gladly, they replied. They spread out a cloak, and each one threw in a gold earring he, he had gathered from the plunder. The weight of the gold earrings was 43 pounds, not including the royal ornaments and pendants, the purple clothing worn by the kings of Midian, or the chains around the necks of their camels. Gideon made a sacred ephod from the gold and put it in Ophrah, his hometown. But soon all the Israelites prostituted themselves by worshipping it, and it became a trap for Gideon and his family. That is the story of how the people of Israel defeated Midian, which never recovered. Throughout the rest of Gideon's lifetime, about 40 years, there was peace in the land. Then Gideon, son of Joash, returned home. He had 70 sons born to him, 
for he had many wives. He also had a concubine in Shechem, who gave birth to a son whom he named Abimelech. Gideon died when he was very old, and he was buried in a grave in the grave of his father Joash at Ophrah in the land of the clan of Abiezer. As soon as Gideon died, the Israelites prostituted themselves by worshipping the images of Baal, making Baal Berith their god. They forgot the Lord their God who had rescued them from all their enemies surrounding them. Nor did they show any loyalty to the family of Jeroboam, that is Gideon, despite all the good he had done for Israel.